To avoid feigning, keep repeating. It's only a podcast. Only a podcast. Only a podcast. Well, howdy, y'all. This is The Los Man, and this is another episode of the Midnight Manor podcast. And on this fine evening, I have my beautiful and talented podcast partner, Lady Winters. How are you doing this fine evening? Very well. Thank you for asking. Well, it's always good to hear from you, Lady Winters. I know you and I enjoy wonderful, rich, horror-filled lives. And what we enjoyed recently was the opportunity to watch a new movie that's going to be coming out pretty soon called Porno. Now, this is a movie that was released at uh, South by Southwest last year. It is directed by Keola Rasila. And it was quite an interesting movie. It uh, takes place in a movie theater. And uh, let's just say it was an entertaining and uh, rather interesting trip, trippy film. So let me ask you, Lady Winters, what were your thoughts of uh, porno? Well, when I first saw the preview, I immediately thought, oh, okay, this is like weird science, kind of meets horror, you know, with that sexy fictional or non-fictional character that kind of shows up out of nowhere. Um and so this demon sex pot that appears in this theater kind of just reminded me of like weird science, but there was parts of the movie that kind of also reminded me of popcorn. Did you kind of get that? Like where the flashing on the, on the theater screen and like in the uh, movie popcorn, you oh, see absolutely. this, you see this guy, you know, in his head and there's like, like, you know, I am the possessor. And so, but porno was so much fun and it was very entertaining. And so, you know me, I have that taste for dark humor and porno kind of, it has those tones, but the character that I enjoyed the most was what, what his name was, Heavy Metal Jeff, the older guy oh, of the group. Oh yeah. Heavy Metal Jeff was such a trip. But yeah. you know, you know what I liked about him is that in some other movies, um, there's always the older guy who's like the bad influence on the younger kids, but with porno, they kind of spun it around. It was like, like the hardcore straight edge, you know, guy who did, who does not want to watch porno. I mean, that character just, just cracked me up and I love porno and I will own it on Blu-ray when it comes out. Yeah. What's funny about that character, heavy metal Jeff is whenever I've seen a movie where you have a projectionist, he's always the counterculture guy. He's the guy who dresses oddly, has this insane, like, like religious belief towards film and usually basically ignores the social norms because he doesn't care. Heavy metal Jeff was a little different. You know, he was obviously into heavy metal. He was, you know, the older guy. That had Correction. He would tell you. Oh, hardcore. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was the hardcore guy. And yet, ironically, he didn't smoke. He didn't drink caffeine. He was the good Christian reborn individual or the, you know, the born again Christian guy who was the projectionist. So I thought that was funny. Yeah. What I loved about this cast, not just him, Metal Jeff, is that this cast of young adults, you know, uh, mostly boys and, and the young girl, you know, they're all portraying these uh, good little Christian kids and they're working in this movie theater and, you know, they're showing wholesome movies. And yet, like typical teenagers, they want to explore. They want to see that dangerous, you know, kind of taboo film. 
And Heavy Metal Jeff ain't having any of that. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I thought that was hilarious. Uh, I know when I first put the movie on, you know, you're what's the first thing you see in the movie? (laughs) You see two horn dogs basically playing peeping Tom as they watch a couple having sex. (laughs) And I thought, oh, boobs. What a good way to start a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of loud in your face, you know, that uh, comedy. But it's, it's, it's such a fun film, you know. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was great though. I mean, I love the dynamic between those two characters. I believe was it Todd and Ricky. I mean, they you know they were best friends. They were you know the the kind of guys who grew up together. They ride their bicycles together, and as they get older, you know they develop. You know the you know hormones come in, puberty sets in. So of course they're into girls, and you know they want to look at dirty magazines. Yeah, but also you don't want that shady best friend that's like you know, you take the blame for, and I, you know, I don't, I don't, I, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the thing is that, you know, they, these were two boys that obviously had been friends all their life. And, you know, they both work at this movie theater, which was owned by this uh, guy named uh, Mr. Pike. And, you know, it's like, obviously this movie takes place in the early nineties. So, you know, you have uh, the, the two movies playing were um, a league of their own and, and see man. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you have, basically two family friendly films and you know they work at the movie theater and you know it's i guess they're closing up the theater for the night and the young girl who's um with them her name is chastity or Chaz. she's given the responsibility of the keys are yours i want you to clean up take care of the place but more so keep an eye on these guys make sure that they're being good little christian boys and taking care of things you know and of course he looks at heavy metal jeff and heavy metal jeff's like yeah whatever man well, yeah, Mr. Pike, whatever, you know. So it's like, even though he was the good reborn Christian, you know, born again Christian guy, there was still that that authority, you know, conflict between him and the owner, which was funny. I liked I liked Chaz. I really liked her character. You know, um, the way he would always, uh, or the way Mr. Pike would talk about, oh, you're the good good Christian girl hiding behind all that goth makeup and stuff. But I know you're in there. I know you're in there. Which was funny because I liked her character. She wasn't a bad person. She just wanted to be a little different. You know, I I think you could definitely relate to uh, Chaz. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks, I think. Well, you know, okay, so for me, you know, growing up, I did go to a vacation Bible school as a kid. And so I think this is why I got such a kick out of this movie so much, because, look, I don't care what religion you are. And I'm not going to make fun of you because your beliefs or disrespect you. But I think because I did grow up with very, you know, straight lace people who didn't like to go outside the box. And when you would challenge or, you know, if you did something that was kind of they thought that was inappropriate, the very awkward, uncomfortable feeling that that those undertones were there, you know. And so but I do I do really do enjoy people who are square. I mean, and I say square because, you know, being inside that box is very safe. And hey, I totally respect that, you know, and I'm not going to try to make anyone feel uncomfortable for feeling that way. Like, I don't want, I don't like people making me feel awkward because I like to go outside the box, you know, but I think that's why I enjoyed this movie so much was because it was, it brought those childhood memories back to growing up with kids like that. And, you know, they, they did grow up to be awesome adults, but when we were kids, it was so much fun. And I don't know whoever, you know, who was the screenwriter to this particular movie. I wonder, I'm kind of curious if they kind of had those experiences as well growing up because they delivered very well that 
that uh, experience that I'm talking about, you know, that most people who didn't grow up around that, it's kind of hard for them to understand. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I show Matt Black and Lawrence Vancelli as the two screenwriters. And obviously these two individuals must have grown up like, like maybe they were like the two best friends. You know, they, they were teenagers. They went to school together. We don't know. We don't yeah, know. We, we're just saying, you're, let's not assume, yeah. but we're just saying, we don't know. But, you know, that's the only thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it does seem that, you know, the movie theater was something that was common to many kids. Cause obviously for a lot of teenagers, that was your first job. And I know, uh, given our discussions, you know, you mentioned that your my sister, and your brother. My older, yeah, my older sibling and uh, my brother, you know, they uh, worked at movie theaters and, you know, when Encino Man came out, I was like in seventh grade. No, I was like in sixth grade. So basically, I remember all that. Going to the movie theaters was like a magic place to, you know, to go to. I mean, because that's where all the the preteens and the teenager kids were. And it was like popping on the weekends. And I mean, you remember that, don't you? Oh, absolutely. I remember my, um, I believe my the younger of my two sisters worked at a movie theater and i remember one of my best memories was when the movie johnny dangerously came out she came home and she had some buttons that said free johnny dangerously and you know i, I watched that movie in the theater and i love movies like that especially when you had the opportunity to go to the movie theater and it was just me and my brother who was one year younger than me you know my mom would drop me off or my dad would drop us off or later on when we were a little older we got to walk to the theater you know we'd sit down get some popcorn and just you know enjoy and if it was a really good movie hell we stuck around to watch it again or you know like some yes. of the other kids. or you or you would movie hop like you'd sneak into yes. this that was wrong but we did it you know you'd sneak into well, another film <laughs> and, and the funny thing is a lot of times we would go to movies on a sunday because my mom would always have a bunko or a or some kind of you know thing with the with the ladies and she didn't want the boys around so the, the remedy was um the two of you go find something to do go to the movies hear some money and i don't want to see y'all till five o'clock you know yeah so yeah that's what we do we just go over and ha- having a movie theater that was within walking distance was great because we could just walk there and i mean my, my brother and i we got along fairly well i mean of course there was some minor sibling rivalry and right now i mean we're, we're we're awesome together we both love movies we both love sci-fi and horror and it's just great when we talk about these kind of memories because you know we talk about movies like aliens and top gun and uh, watching james bond movies i mean we, we went to the movies together we only stopped going together to movies when you know after when we after a high school when he started hanging out with his friends and i started hanging out with my friends but we've made it kind of a thing where we like to watch the same movies so He'll tell me about a great movie that came out and say, hey, hey, brother, you got to check this out. So that way we talk about it, because even though we're both almost, you know, we're both in our late 40s, we still love to relate that way. You know, that that common experience, you know, watching that cool horror movie or that sci fi show we like, you know, I mean, do you still have that kind of relationship with your um, siblings that way? Well, when I'm not busy, like um, out of all my siblings, my brother who worked the movie theater, you know, um, I'm still pretty close with him. The fact that he you know, was really obsessed with film and he probably should have went to film school or, you know, but anyhow, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll share movies here and there. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. What, uh, what I really liked about this cast in uh, porno is I, I looked up their bios. Most of them are TV actors or they're just little bit, bit actors, but I love the camaraderie that they had. I mean, these people look like they actually work together because you know, oftentimes in a high school job, you know, you sometimes get people that are friends from high school, but more often 
these are people you who go to different high schools or in different cliques and you all have to work together. You know, you all have that common experience of, you know, ugh, we got to go in there and clean up all that popcorn, you know, and, and of course you talk about the things, the, the fun things of the day, like, like, Hey, did you hear about such and such? Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard her, her boobs grew in this weekend, you know, or this past, you know, summer or, oh, you know, or, Oh, that's what boys talked about, you know, and the girls would talk about the cute guys. You know, they'd say like, oh, did you watch that movie with Matt Dillon? Oh, my God. Well, how what, dare do you you? Know, what do you know what girls talk about? How would you know? What do you, don't be assuming. You don't know what us girls talk about. You better go stay in your lane over there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, the- for all you know, they could be saying, hey, did you see her? She was so cute. Or, oh, my God. <laughs> they know, not, not every girl's going to talk about dudes. I mean, there are girls who like other girls. So you don't know. Stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's the problem when you, uh, you know, you jump into the, the wrong lane there. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I, okay, going back to porno. What I really enjoyed about this movie was, you know, you had this safe environment that these kids were in. You know, they were basically locked in the theater. Their boss, you know, good Christian man telling them, after you're done, y'all can watch a movie. You know, have Middle Jeff, we'll put a movie on for y'all. And of course, they were like, ugh, I've already watched these movies. But then, of course, something happens. They encounter a vagrant. And he reveals that there are parts of the theater that have been closed. And in doing so, they wander into a area of the theater that's not available, and they find posters, they find movie reels, but they also discover that the movie theater was not always a good Christian theater. And that's where the movie gets interesting, especially the revelation that the movie theater that they work for used to be a porn house. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Oh my God, that was awesome. You know, because what was the first instinct of the two boys? Hey, let's put that movie on. You know, and even and even to some degree, Chaz was like, yeah, you know what? Let's put that on. I Because she didn't want to have to watch, you know, A League of Their Own or Insane. Look, that was, that was that new wave in her. She was feeling her goth vibe. She was okay. She, she didn't mind watching it. It was, yeah, I got a kick. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, and it was funny. And Heavy Metal Jeff, you know, he resisted, but he went. And of course, <laughs> the first time you saw a full naked lady, oh, no. Can't, can't, can't be watching this. <laughs> I love him. I love him. That You don't understand how much I love that character. You know, like, he, he I love him. <laughs> you know what's funny? In, in any movie, to have a role like that must be amazing, especially when you get to have a character like Heavy Metal Jeff, who seems kind of, like, cool and hip, even though he's a bit of a square. But then you see those funny moments. I mean, he had the best dialogue, the best quotes, Oh my gosh. Um, and you know, I was sitting there and as I was watching the film, the movie, I was thinking that guy is truly talented because to deliver something that accurate, because we somewhere, you know, in our life, we know someone like that or have been exposed to someone like that. And for him to deliver that, that is a good actor, you know? Yeah. I mean, he really played this part. Well, I mean, like when you put the movie on and they're like, man, what is this? Is this an art house film? <laughs> you know, that idea that this is taboo. You know, we shouldn't be watching this movie. And of course, watching the movie unleashes, I guess, like she was a succubus or like a like yes, a demon. Yes, but she was a sex pot of a demon. <laughs> See, and that was awesome because I love the fact that these good little Christian kids were basically affected in different ways by this uh, succubus. The I mean, cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she, she didn't just like appeared to them as the naked woman to each one no she knew how to get to each one you know like hey metal jeff you know his vices 
And of course, the little horn dog boys, you know, she's just a naked woman. And then with Chaz, she basically comes in the form of someone who she has feelings for. You know? And then, of course, the, you know, Chaz's uh, boyfriend, he had other thoughts, of course. So, you know, this succubus girl, she, oh my God, she really did a good job of basically playing to each of their uh, hidden desires and, you know, being the demon who basically is going to have fun with them. You know, it's like, oh, you're good little Christian kids. Well, guess what? I'm going to introduce you to sex. So that was pretty fun. But I think my favorite whole part of the movie is, you know, how people have book club. So on Friday night, they have, what is it? Friday night movie club. <laughs> that's where, that's where all this started, you know, kicking off with, you know, cleaning up the theater. And that's where they came across that whole, you know, hidden area of the theater because of Friday night movie club. Yeah. Yeah. See, and you figure in a small town like that, you know, there wasn't much to do, you know, you know, obviously this, this movie take, took place in the early nineties. So you didn't have cell phones. You didn't have uh, a lot of the things we have today. So, you know, what were, what were your entertainments of the day? You had like a Game Boy, you maybe no, had so a... so basically you had smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Being a peeping Tom. Having, <laughs> yeah. feelings, having, having feelings for someone who doesn't feel that way. And, you know, being in the closet and denying who you are. That's, that's yeah. basically what happens in small towns or everywhere, you know? Yeah, exactly. And of course... The events of the night uh, reveal a lot of things about them who they, they don't realize. You know, there's secrets, there's like hidden. I mean, that's what I liked about this movie is that it wasn't merely a case of, oh, a succubus shows up and seduces them. No, it basically reveals each person's hidden fantasies and fears. And they they end up having to work together to fight back because as much as this, you know, seeing these things she was not doing it for a good reason. I mean, you know, obviously she was a demon. You know, she wanted to steal their soul or basically make make their life hell. So, of course, they have to fight fight back against her. And that's where you see the characters stand up, you know. And, uh, of course, you got Heavy Mail Jeff. You got Chaz. You know, they all display their strengths, you know, in working together. That And that's what I loved about this movie. The cast was really good displaying a you know, camaraderie, you know, I mean, they weren't necessarily friends, but they were working together and they were fighting against a common enemy. And along the way, it was so funny just seeing them just, <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's just, it was just fun to watch. Well, let me go ahead and just say this much. My favorite part is when Heavy Metal Jeff broke Edge, and I'm just going to leave it right there. And I'm, the people who haven't seen it, I'm not going to ruin that for you. So you enjoyed the part where Heavy Metal Jeff breaks Edge and everything just kind of bust right there. That was the best part. I was like, are you kidding me? Love it. It was. I mean, I will tell you this. If you uh, go into porno, Pay attention to Head Metal Jeff. He's definitely the funniest character there. And I will I will say this about the movie. The first 45 minutes or so are a little slow. I mean, it's mostly character development. Not much happens other than just the interaction between them. But when, you know, but when it kicks into action, it gets really intense. I mean, it's it's bloody, it's gory, it's sexually charged, and it's gonna be entertaining. I mean, it may not appeal to everybody. But if you like those kind of movies where you see dialogue, you like the interaction of characters together, this is going to be a great movie, and it's going to be a fun movie. It's a horror comedy. Yeah. You know. Well, let me just let me just kind of interrupt right there. Sure. 
So guys, listen, it's okay if a movie starts out kind of slow. What is wrong with that? Don't judge a movie immediately just because the dialogue is kind of, you know, lacking or, or dragging. I mean, if you go back and look at John Carpenter's The Fog, okay, there was a lot of things that were kind of just drug out throughout the movie. And guess what? We love it. So just give film a chance and don't judge it just because it's not jumping into action immediately. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I, I listened to a, um, a a friend of mine on the Twitter the other day say that uh, their daughter watched The Thing for the first time. And they were, in the first 20 minutes of the movie, the, the daughter's like, oh, does anything happen in this movie? This is boring. And of course, the next 20 minutes, the daughter's like, oh, my God, that's the thing. Watch <laughs> yeah. the movie. Yeah. And um, let me just do a little side note real quick before I get out of here. So I saw another movie and um, it was on Shudder. It was called Daniel Isn't Real. And since we're going into a conversation about how movies start out slow, I don't want to ruin this movie for anybody, but I will say that the intro to Daniel Isn't Real is Fast and Furious, and it kind of took me by surprise. If you haven't seen it, please see it. But I also dig movies that are on a spiritual level. But with that being said, porno is an amazing, funny horror comedy. And if you want something a little bit more fast and furious and um, intense, Daniel isn't real. And so two kind of opposite kind of movies, but there it is. Well, that's two great recommendations from Lady Winters. And I'll tell you this, if it's recommended by Lady Winters, it's a must watch. So definitely I will catch uh, Daniel's reel. And with that, I'll go ahead and close up shop and I'll wish happy day to my um, awesome podcast partner, especially with the holiday weekend coming up. You have yourself a good evening. And with that, we'll be closing this broadcast. You can reach out to the Los Man and Lady Winters on Instagram and Twitter. And remember, when you hear that howl in the night, it may be coming from the Midnight Manor. Ooh. Keep it frightful, my fiends. <laughs>